Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, blessings, blessings unto you all. Welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and as always, it is indeed a pleasure and a blessing to welcome you to It's Real, where we discuss real issues and we have real talk about it. Today is going to be a great day. It is going to be fun. I love it when we deal with controversial topics because everybody has their opinion. And today we have one of those topics. You will think when you hear the topic that, well, what's controversial about that? But as we go along, you will see that everybody has an opinion. Anyway, welcome to the show, my co-host, the beautiful Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you today? Good. Hello, Elder. How are you, beautiful? I am awesome, awesome, awesome. If I could just find a place where my phone works perfectly <laughs> so that I don't lose the don't signal worry. again. I'm great. I'm great. Awesome. I'm at work today, but I was really blessed by my supervisors that they allowed me to take my lunch so I can be able to talk on the show today. So I want to give a shout-out to my bosses today on the show and just tell oh, them how much man. I'm grateful for allowing me to be on the radio today. Well, thank God for favor. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. I'm looking at my boss right now. I'll be getting ready to put her on pretty soon, okay? Okay. Okay. You know, there's a saying, and it says that favor is not fair, but there's a flip side to that. It is necessary. So we thank God for favor today. Amen. 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 For sure, for sure. Well, our topic today is who is God to you? Who is God to you? And and by the sheer fact that, you know, we are a Christian radio talk show, you know, most people would say, well, how would that be controversial? But I assure you, everybody does not view God or who God is in the same way. So that's where the controversy comes in, and that's what we really want to talk about because I am a firm believer that your perception of who God is and who you allow him, hear me now, who you allow him to be in your life will dictate your failures and your successes. They will dictate if you fulfill your predetermined, preordained purpose for your creation, it will dictate that. Because if we don't access the, the, the very being of who God is, then we're going to miss a whole lot in, in this life that we're trying to live. So I'm going to pose the question to you first, since you are the, the person that is on the phone with us right now. Tell me, Tanya, who is God to you? You know, it says that it, that is a very big question. I remember one time I had a customer a long time ago ask me, who is God to me? And I said, well, he is. And he said, no, no. And I said, but he is. And he said, no, no. So you can't put he when it comes to God because he's not a man that he should lie, nor a man that he has to confess. So he's not a he. You say God is. So God is my all in all. 
That's the reason why I wake up and I breathe every day. I know in my heart, every time I look at myself, I know that I'm not breathing because of my lungs, because of my heart. I know in my heart that man could not have given me those things. He did not give me my ability to think. He did not give me any of these abilities. I know that it came from somewhere much higher than anybody can ever, ever imagine. Now, sis, you know, this is a great part right here because of this. I don't know why, and I can't explain it. I just know that I do. I know that there's a God in the heavens. I know that it is. I know that every time I think, I breathe, I live my very existence. When I look up at the stars, and the Word of God says, when you think about the stars that put it up in the sky, and the moon, and the sun, you know that man could not have done that. You know that it has to be God. Something even greater than we can ever explain. I don't believe that there's a praise, a word, an ability that can ever describe who God is, period, but great, wonderful, magnificent, amazing. That's who God is to me. Now, let me ask you something, because you just described some of his attributes, and you gave these phenomenal um, adjectives as in your description of him. But to you personally and in your life, who is God? Paul says he's my father. Because when I was going through, and you said attributes, he's my father. He's my, I, I don't want to say uh, he, but my father and my guide, my leader, and the provision of everything that I do. Would that best describe it better? Yes, I, I, I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. I just want um, a, to know who specifically he is in your life. When you think, and, and, and I, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this with all the love in my heart, sis, don't ever let anybody cause you to change your description of God just because of their perception of who he is. So for you, he is a he because you see him as a loving father. So don't, don't let yeah. anybody else sway you from who he is to you. They may have fine, but who is he to you? He is a he to you. I get what you're saying. I get exactly. And I love you for that. And, and that's what the show is really all about. And I promise you, either way you would have said it to me, sis, I know that you would say it lovingly, but I can't change it no other way. He's my father. He's my leader. He's my guy. He's my all in all. He's every breath that I take every morning that I wake up every day right now, as I'm breathing, as I'm standing, God is because I could not be here. I could not exist. If it was not for him, waking me up, breathing life on me. That's how I look at God is to me. Exactly. That is phenomenal. That is phenomenal. See, that's what I'm saying. You know, we allow the precepts of others to change our precepts, and, and that's wrong. That's wrong because in each of us, he has a different place. He has a different place in our heart. He has a different place in rulership. He has a different place, you know, in, in our perception of who he is, even in our description of who he is. To some people, he is just a man of fear. To some people, you know, he is Adonai. To some people, he is Elohim. To some people, he is only Jehovah Jireh because they're only seeing him as their provider. To some people, they can't possibly wrap their mind around him being their father because they're judging him by their physical, natural father, and he wasn't a nice individual. So, you see, we cannot allow others' perception cloud our knowing of who God is in our life. And there is, as I said, there is no right and wrong answer to our question tonight. We just want to know who is he to you. That is it. Who is God to you? I've heard some people that have to refer to him in the feminine. If, if you think God is a woman, then that's up to you. Personally, I know for a fact that God is a spirit, so he is neither male nor female. But in my perception of who he is in my life, he is always he because he is my loving father. 
He is my protector. He is the one that shelters me from the storm. He is, in that sense, a heat to me. Although I understand in his greatness, we cannot put him in a box of gender. So I understand that. But it's really, really important if we're going to really embrace our lives and embrace um, the greatness that's within us, that we have to get a firm vision and understanding of who God is to us. You with me, sis? You know what, sis? I've heard. I'm like you, though, Elder. I've heard. I'm gonna I've heard so many different things, and like you saying, I've heard omnipotent, higher power. And I used to. Um, you got to hear me. And I and like you're saying again. I used to get kind of bent a little bit when I heard people go, he's a higher power. And I go, what higher power are you, are you calling? Are you, are you saying God, a higher power or what? But I, I used to have friends of mine that would go, he's a higher power. And just what you're saying, I love what you just said. Don't let anyone change your perception of who God is to you. Because if you said to a person that's a cancer survivor, they may say it different. If you said to someone that was dying, but then they made it through and they didn't die and God allowed them to see another day, then, then it's something different to them. Exactly what you're saying, God is. He's everything. Mm. Everything mm. that we can possibly ever think or imagine. Is, is, and you, now that you said it, sister, you can't even, is, is there a description that can be as powerful as what he is? No. In That's answer to your question, no, there is not. In no, our limited, finite mind, we grasp trying to describe the enormity of quote unquote God. We have people, and I have a very, very dear friend um, who, you know, takes on the old Hebraic stand that you can't even say God. You know, you can't spell out G O D because, you know, that's our paganism and all of that. You know, I believe that people get too caught up in the wrong things and not caught up Amen. enough in the right things where God is concerned. Even though we use the term God as G-O-D and we use the term Jesus Christ also and we use the term Holy Spirit, we are just using our own limited terminology to describe this infinite being who's spoke the world into existence, who with a thought created us and placed us in our mother's womb, who with a thought laid out a destiny for us to fulfill because of his great love for us. And, and no, you cannot adequately describe him in words, but we try. We do try. That's powerful. I use That's it. powerful. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah. but, but what's fine. really important, what's really, really important is that we don't get caught up in the finality or finite portions of our mind and keep God limited to that little place um, called our mindset. We've got to make sure that we don't limit him to that little area of tissue in our brain. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. And because we limit him to our reality, hear me now, to our reality, then we really can't see beyond the here and the now. We cannot see beyond this trial. We cannot see beyond this pain. We cannot see beyond this lack because we have reduced him to the finality of our mind and thought of him as a man, or thought of him in a limited capacity. And we've got to take the limits off. That's powerful. That's powerful. I like what you just said. Take the limits off. There is no limit. I just don't believe there is. Mm. When I, you know what says, when I, when I go to the ocean, when, you know, because we're not too far, when we, when we, when we go on vacation or take a couple of days off, we go, um, to the beach, and I look at the water and the waves, I go, that's God. That's God right there. That's powerful. Mm. When I look at the fish in the sea and, and, and 
just how dynamic it is, how one fish does one thing and one fish does the other thing and a whale and a shark and different things, that's God to me. When I look at the colors in a rainbow, yesterday it rained, and my husband called me outside. He was like, you got to come see this. And it was a rainbow, and it was two rainbows in the sky. Okay, a scientist may say that is the Doppler of the moisture of the this and of that. Okay, but what caused that? God. That's who, hmm. that's who did that, God. So to me, and I'm glad you said that because that would never happen again, I don't it, – it, 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 wow. When I look at the trees, how trees give out oxygen and, how you know, how trees absorb pollution – well, the scientists may say, is this, this, is that, but that's God. Who makes the things that it does? Who, when you can take one seed and a seed can create something as great as a watermelon or a tree set or a crop for, for anything, that's God. May, I don't believe that man has the power and the ability. Where does the knowledge come from? God. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that man woke up one day and go, you know what? Electricity. I'm going to do some electricity today. Yeah, that sounds good. The word electricity. And then it's created. <laughs> I believe that it's God that gives Amen. the knowledge for it to be created. Don't you think so, Seth? Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree. We have our, our other co-host has joined us now, Mr. D.L. Henry. How are you today? Well, great to see you guys. You know, I won't even apologize today. I am still at church. Matter of fact, I'm late because I'm just getting off the floor. God has been dealing with me. So I've been in church since about oh noon. God. And I told them once they got me off the floor from slobbering and crying, I said, I got a radio show. I got I got this. I have to get off. So God is just Yay. so off. They, they still in there tearing and praying. I said, you know what, y'all? God done whooped me and finished me. Let me go ahead and do my radio show, please, in the name of Jesus. And so, uh, you know, oh God, my is just, gosh, you know I love uh, it. God is just so <laughs> awesome. And so I'm sitting out here yes, in the car while they're still in there tearing and going forth in Jesus' day. When I'm telling you I ain't been in the service like this since uh, 1976 in the country, you know, they've been one of them services you just in there all day. You, awesome. And God dealing with everybody from the offering to the word of God. And, you know, it's so You awesome. ain't never been in Bethany you know, Baptist. It's it's amazing because you say who 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 is God you know to you and um, you know for for quite some time and even what Tan said to me uh, maybe a week or so ago about what God is doing you know that's the that's the word that came it says that you know because of my heart this is what the word of the Lord said because of my heart God says I know you was in pastoring but God says now I'm going to make you an overseer there are people that's lined up uh, hmm. to you uh, that that that. I need to deliver, and I need a man wow. of God with your heart, and I'm going to give you the word. He says, I don't care whether, and this is what the, 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 God said, I don't care whether you think you're straight or not. This is what's about to happen, and it's getting ready to wow. happen. And, and, and so, you know, I'm just so overwhelmed um, right now, um, just, you know, through uh, the word of God, because, you know, we don't dot every I cross every T. But God says, uh, did you forget? You know what, you're still, uh, you know, a child of God. You're still my child, and there are things that I have assigned to you. You can't run away from this. And that's mm. pretty much what, you know, God was saying. You can't, you're not going to get away from this. This is what I'm, I'm, I'm doing with you. And the bottom line is that they told me, when God started doing it, just raise your hand up and thank God, because that's how fast the blessings are going to take for take place. And so, Amen. you know, who, who, who is God to you and who God is to me, even when you don't want to hear it or you don't think you're ready, God going to be God. And uh, like I said, mm-hmm. I just humbled myself because I'm so tired of hearing God saying to me, you know what I've called you to do. You know who you are in God. And so Amen. you can't get away from that. So you might as well Amen. humble yourself to it because your life, you, you'll be miserable in life. No matter yeah. what Amen. it is that you do until you do what God has purposed for you. So my intention was mm. I've been in church since noon, and they still in there. Ain't nobody came. I'm the only one out here. 
in the car. Right? Ain't nobody came out. Everybody in there slobbering and stuff now. That's so I had to tell the apostle, I said, I said, apostle, I said, thank you so much for allowing God to use you. And he, and, and the, the bottom line is that it's just so amazing that the apostle even said, he said, I'm going to tell you what God has, has said. He said, your anointing is so powerful. He said, I'm, he said, he said, I'm just being real. He said, I ain't going to even be jealous about it. But you have the anointing with other apostles will be jealous what God is doing. But I got to tell you what God said. Powerful. Mm. That's powerful. Mm. That's powerful. You know, this this is so, this is phenomenal to me, you know, because um what what you're describing completely aligns itself up with what we're saying. The word of God says that God described himself in this manner. He said, I am that I am. Amen. That summed it all up. I am that I am. What you just said, DM, who is God? He's God. It's just like, you know, there ain't no I other am way. that I am says it all. I don't care how you try to label me. I don't care which attribute I possess that you want to tap into today. Never forget that I am, that I am, I am all things. I am all things. I am the creator of all things. Even, even, and we, we, we want to talk about all the good things that God has created and God has done, and that's phenomenal, and we definitely want to focus on that. But the word says in Isaiah, I created the waster to destroy. You see, we want to take the the greatness of God and wrap it up in a nice neat box and say, oh, okay, <laughs> this is good. Mm-hmm. He said, I created the waster to destroy. Don't forget who God is. I am that I am. Okay, he loosed the plagues on Egypt. He loosed a lying spirit to go talk to a people. One day, read your word. You know, don't forget who God is. We have got to take the limits off of God. He will confound and confuse your enemy. He will blind eyes the same way he opens eyes. Okay? We've got to get a clear understanding within ourselves because if we don't, if we don't, We'll continue to play church and try to play God. And we've got to get clarity in who we are, especially in Him. That's That's powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful because a rich man, if you talk to rich men, and I have talked to several rich men, I'm just saying, I'm not saying all rich men. But I've talked to men that have had massive money, and they think that that's their God. They believe they believe they believe that they've had they have so much money that they're God, and they're not. So it's nope. just amazing to me the different um, like you said attributes and things and that people put they put a limit on God, and and it, and, it, and it's almost scary to me. It's almost scary to me. No, it's not almost scary to me. It is scary to me because they don't know who yeah, they're dealing with. You're <laughs> like, okay, so no, they don't. don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Don't put me in. I'm like, don't put me in. Now, DL, the floor. Now, DL, you've been playing because you're thinking, okay, well, Lord, you took me out the pulpit, you know, and I can do this comedy thing. And now you done got the same way you got comfortable being a pastor and he took you out of your comfort zone. Now you have gotten comfortable in the comedic world and he's taking you out of your comfort zone again. Yes, Lord, and I'm yeah. talking about when I'm when I'm talking about they went through the whole the whole thing. I you know what I have never been anointed like this. You know I'm bald headed. My whole head is greasy. Well, they done took <laughs> he got a, he had a let me say he had the sheet the the sheet from Israel done put it over I'm me. Done, my whole head shot just greasy. I mean I like you poured a whole bottle of oil on my head. 
and just, you wow. know, and put the sheet over me and said, you know what, God says, you, it's time for you to go forth. You know, you, you go forth. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm, 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 I'm pushing you out. My and God. so I'm talking about, you know what, even when I was ordained, right. I didn't go through a ceremony I'm like that. I, they had their own ceremony. It's like, you know, God set me up. And I'm talking about, well, you know, I come in the church, and they doing praise and worship. You know, I'm just singing with them. They done gave me the microphone, and I'm like, I don't sing. And then she had a nerve to call me up uh, to sing before the preacher came. I'm just like, God, I don't even know words to have songs. So everything that I'm saying, I'm not doing. It's just like, okay, watch this. You know, because I'm just like, I'm not a singer. Because my mom has been trying to get me to sing. She got me singing in this family reunion that I'm getting ready to do. I'm like, Ma, I do jokes. I don't sing. And so they done had me sing three songs. They done poured oil all over my head, done put the Israel robe over me, the blanket, whatever you want to call it, from the Holy Land, and done cast it. I'm, I'm it's, it's been, this has been unreal. Yeah, and I'm not laughing well, because I'm God. not laughing at that. This yeah, I'm just God. laughing because look at God. Exactly. 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 You can't you can't make okay. this stuff up. I'm trying to tell you. No, you can't. You no, just you can't. can't. No, you, you can't. You know what? You can't. you can't make this up. And I don't know when the last time where I've just been in church like all day. Where it's just mm-hmm. it's been all day and it's just like, okay, God's like, All right, you wanna miss church? I'm going to keep you here all day, and I'm going to get to you all day long. And so from from noon up until now, it's been, okay, this is what I'm doing. I've heard what you said. And this is, this is what's so amazing. It's like he said, I heard what you said. This is God speaking to me. To me I heard what you said, but I'm not going to answer you right now. This is what the man of God is saying to me, that God is saying to me. I heard what you said. But I'm not about to answer you right now because there's some things that mm. I need you to do. And when you do That's those powerful. things, wow. I got you. That's powerful. That's powerful, D. God no, said to me, no. I heard what you said, but I'm not going to answer you right now. Because I just said yesterday, God, I need an answer. Just yesterday. I'm talking to God. I'm like, God, I need an answer. So today he said, I heard what you said. But I ain't finna answer you right now. Mm. Well, and that was and you can do that me. because he's God. <laughs> yeah, right. you can powerful. do just that because he's God. Let me tell you something. Because he's God. Because he too. knows that you're not prepared wow. and ready yet for the answer. Okay? The answer right. is coming. But there's a preparation that has to take place within you so that you can bear up under the weight of the answer. Okay, we don't understand. God says that he will place his glory upon us. Now, he said he would share his glory with no man, but he said we would be his glory bearers. That sounds like a contradiction. It is not. It is not. He's not going to share it, but he will place it on you at his appointed time. But he will not allow you to step up and take credit for what it is that he is doing. He's not going to let you do that. But he has the power and the propensity to give it to you when he wants to. So I I love that. I love that. That is unbelievable to me because it just shows you the sovereignty of God. That's another attribute of God. He is sovereign. He don't need your permission for Jack. We twist things and turn things and make things sound good, but when he's ready to move, he don't need your permission. When he get ready to do no, a thing, he's he going to do what he wants to no, do. He does. And no, 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 he doesn't. And, 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 and won't ask. And just like what Dee said, you didn't, I bet you you didn't know when you walked in that church today to, to the, how much glory and power was going to be manifested in that church today. But he gave you the mindset to go into that sanctuary so he can touch you. Not because I don't believe he couldn't have touched you at home or anywhere else for that matter. But I know that a lot of times when he brings you into that sanctuary, he wants to touch you in a way that you've never been touched before. And and, and here's the thing. I drove an hour. It's an hour away from where I stay. 
Wow. I drove an hour to get here. Wow. Mm. It was worth it. It was worth it, wasn't it? But see, you had you had an appointed time and place to be. Yeah. It, you you yep. know. You absolutely know when God has something for you because there'll be like a drive within you, not not physically driving in a car, but a drive within your spirit right. that says you need to get to this place. You need to be at this place. I get up some Sundays. And it'd be like, eh, I don't know if I'm going today or not. That's while I'm here. Obviously, in Vegas, I, I don't have that liberty. But here, it'd be like, right. I don't know if I'm going or not. There's some Sundays, though, that I get up and I know God has a word for me in the house, and it is not a word that I need to watch on the computer or on the television. It is a word that is going to release a move within my life, and I need to be in the presence of the word. You see, there's yeah. a difference. Oh. For all of you that think that, you know, you can get fed over the computer, yeah, you can. Okay, that's good. I would like to watch the word over the, the computer too. But there is a time and a place in certain situations where there is an anointing release on that word, and God would have you to be in the presence of the word as the word is going forth. So you needed to be in the presence of the word today as it was going forth because it was directed to you. It was for you. It's, it, the, the more I walk with God, the more amazed I am at him. I, I'm serious. It, it's just there is no there's no boredom in the Lord. There is no dullness in the Lord. I promise you. Okay. Seriously, the more time you spend with Him, the more you allow Him to take over your your thought patterns and your spirit and your life. The more you recognize and realize that you don't know but a thimbleful of what He is or who He is. Seriously. Okay. You know, the now more me, you let think me, that you've encountered. Go ahead. I I just I just want to say I say this because me and my, my friend, this is this is the text message we, we exchanged last night. She texted me, she says, I want to go see Apostle Reed tomorrow in Marietta. Are you coming? I said, What time? She says, Starts at noon, need to leave by eleven. I said, Well, I don't want you to go by yourself. She says, I'm okay if you're not up to it. Or I can see if Teresa wants to come. I said, okay, whatever you decide, and please stop putting words in my mouth. I say what I mean like you do. She says, I'm, I'm not, uh, I read what you wrote. You don't want me to go alone. I invited you because I wanted you if you're up to it. I said, I'm always up to it. Uh, the, the sooner you understand that, the better. Now, that's the conversation that we had going back and forth last night about coming to this church today. Wow. Wow. I just, you know what, mm. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I, I have known, I remember, you know, the Lord said he would not withhold no good thing from you. And I, when I first got saved, I was one of those ones that I was, I was testing it. I was testing the limits because I really wanted to see was just what I always heard when I was a little girl, my grandmother and my godmother and them used to tell me. So I think I brought this up on the show before, but I'm going to bring it up again because this is God. I remember saying, Lord, I want to speak in the spirit. I want to be able to tell you things that the devil cannot hear. And you said you would not withhold no good thing from me. Now, I remember several times going into church and, you know, people say, well, I can teach you how to speak in tongues. No, you cannot. Can't no one teach you how to speak in tongues. That is, I truly believe that's a gift that's manifested from God. Well, I'm sitting in a service one day, and since you were there, I'll never forget that, and my grandmother, and I'm, up, I'm, up, I'm at the altar, and I'm crying to the Lord, and I said, you said you would not withhold no good thing from me. And I've been asking you, I want to speak in the spirit, I want to speak in tongues, because I want to be able to talk to you. And before I knew it, I was slain in the spirit. I was out. By the time I got up off that floor, I'm thinking, no problem. I'm going back to my seat. And I went to go say something to my grandmother, and it began to pour out like a river. And I remember the inside of the, the flesh part was scared. I felt fear. But my mouth would not stop speaking. It just kept flowing out. 
And I'm looking at my grandmother, and I'm, like, looking at her like, help me. Help me. What? I can't think. I can't. Because I, I, my words weren't coming out like I'm saying them now. It was just flowing and flowing. Two hours straight. And I remember saying on the show one time, my grandmother was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. And my grandmother got slain in the spirit. Then I went over to go, um, go speak to another mother. I touched her, like, help me. And she was slain in the spirit. And I'm going to tell you something. By the time I came out, it was life-changing for me. I knew that that was God. I knew that that could not have come from myself. I knew that it could not have come from anyone but him. Trust me when I say to you, there's times that I know that I should have been dead, and I've literally seen the manifestation of God come right on in and save me. So he is God to me. And I don't care. They, I, I have to be that one that, that have to take that last bullet. Because I'm going to say this, he is my God, and I can't see him any lower than anything. He is so high and lifted up in my life and in my heart and in my soul that I can't even explain. Amen. Amen. You know, anytime you've had a, a real, a real encounter with God, not not that fake stuff where, you know, you're trying to impress somebody, but anytime you've had a real encounter with God, it will every single time change the the trajectory of your life. It'll change the way you're headed. It will absolutely change the way you were headed. You know, it, it's just something about that Damascus Road experience that Paul had or, you know, that the experience of, of the woman with the issue of blood or the the woman at the well, however you were living your life, whatever the situation you were in prior to that meeting with God, it's going to change. It's going to change your perception. It's going to change how how you go forth. It will change you because that's who God is. You know, that that's who God is. It, it's just... Mm, and it's just awesome, awesome, awesome to know that, you know, as as infinite as he is, as um, complete as he is in whom he is, that he still wants to work through and in us, you know. I, that keeps me humble, I promise you, because I know me in my own right and who I am, there's nothing worthy of for the manifestation of the love of God that I have in my life, okay? But to know that who he is, who he is, is love. He, he eludes love. He just exudes love is what I'm trying to say. He, you know, it, it's just, and, and he loves us so much that no matter when we're off course, that's why he is that loving father to me because no matter what I'm doing, if it's not right, or if it's going to take me into harm's way, he is there to be that father and that protector of me and of my soul, of my soul. See, you know, I thank God for the protector of the flesh. Thank you, you know, for keeping me out of physical mm-hmm. harm. But it is more important that you keep my soul from harm because it's going to live on. It's going to live on. This flesh is going to die one day, not soon, but one day, okay? But my soul is going to live on, and he is the protector of my soul. And that, to me, far outweighs anything anybody else can do for me, to me, whatever, (laughs) you know? We we get caught up in all these little offenses because he say, she say, they say, whatever, who cares? <laughs> like, seriously, it really pales in comparison to what did God say? What did God say? You know, who do you say that I am? That's what Christ asked Peter. You know, first he asked the disciples, who, do, who does man say that I am? And they, some said Elijah, and some said John the Baptist, and some said this and that and the other. 
So then he made it personal. Who do you say that I am? See, like I said at the beginning of the show, a lot of people would describe him in a lot of ways. They would call him a lot of different things. I had a friend named Jean. She called him Fred. Okay, well, if that's what floats your boat, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just people perceive him in different ways. But the defining question after who does man say that I am, who do you say that I am? Who is he personally in your life? That's the question of the hour. And the purpose of the question is so you can get a clear understanding who you are. See, it's all tied together. Because based on who God is to you, it will dictate how you perceive yourself. Genesis said we were created in his image and in his likeness. Psalm says that we are God's little G. Understand, this is not to puff you up or give you the big head. This is for you to recognize and understand that the God of all dwells within you. He gave you a little bit of himself in your creation, in your spirit. He allowed in this earthen temple, this vessel that you float around this earth realm in, he allowed his spirit to dwell within you. Remember, you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So he dwells within you. Therefore, if you have the correct perception of the enormity of God, then you recognize and you realize that there are no impossibilities in him. So you will stop allowing can't to roll off of your tongue if God has told you to do something. The can'ts come in when the enemy is trying to persuade you or get you off course and get you to go in a different manner and pattern than what God has called you to. That's when you say, I can't do that. I can't do that. See, my God's been too good to me. My God has a creative destiny for me. I can't go over here and play patty cake with the devil. I cannot go over here and commit adultery. I cannot go over here and just continually commit fornication when I know that it is not pleasing in my daddy's eyes. I can't go over here and steal. I can't go over here and lie. I can't cheat you out of what I know is rightfully yours. I can't. Why can't I? Because I'm in the image and in the likeness of God, and he dwells within me. And he's a God that cannot lie. He will not cheat you. He will not cast you into the pit of hell because you belong to him. Those that will burn in the lake of fire are those that deny him, that will not allow him the freedom to rule in their lives. See, if you see God as this genie in the bottle and he's only good for what you want, you want to rub Aladdin's belly and get three wishes, that's how you perceive God, then, hey, you've missed it. You've missed who he really is. You failed in who he called you to be because if that's your perception of him, then you will never accomplish that that he created you for. I'm telling you people, perception is everything. It is everything. And how you perceive the almighty, not the mighty, but the almighty, the one that possesses all might, all power, how you perceive him is how you release him to operate in your life. Does he need your permission? No. But he is a God who is a gentleman. He's not going to force you. I, I was writing the other day, and I'm getting prepared for my Covenant Daughters um, retreat cruise in two weeks. And as I was writing, my mind, he said, look, right, I will never force you. If somebody's trying to force you into intimacy with them, then you're never going to love them because you're being forced into it. You're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to appreciate it. It is, you're, 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 it's against your will. 
But when you truly love someone, when, when your heart belongs to them, then there's a connection. And it's not forced. It's pleasurable. It's because I love you that I submit and surrender myself to you. Completely different. Different emotion, different outcome, different purpose in it. Why does God not want fornication just going on in the earth realm? Because it's just casual sex. Because there's no intimacy mm-hmm. to it. Because you're just laying up with somebody just to be right. going through the motion. You had an itch, they had an itch, so y'all decided to scratch. It doesn't produce what God wants produced. And sometimes that's how we treat him. There's no there's no feeling behind the intimate act. It's just going through the motions. So in our prayer time, we just go through the motions. We repeatedly um, repeat something because that yeah. it sounds good. Uh, my mama prayed that way. Uh, this is the Lord's Prayer that I was taught as a child, so let me just repeat that. I, hopefully that, that makes sense to God and he'll hear me. No, 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 no. Your prayer time should be intimate time between you and the Father. See, because in your prayer time, you should be conceiving there should be the act of conception so that he is impregnating you with his desire and his will for your life. And he impregnates you with it so that you can keep it and keep it safe in your womb, the womb of your spirit, and you will pray over it. And you will make sure that it stays safe until that appointed time. And he won't let you miscarry it. He won't let it become come forth premature if you are truly, truly connected to him. And at that appointed time, then you will bring forth, and it will be glorious. It will be glorious because it will be in him, in him. Go ahead, D.L. No, you know, I'm just, like I said, uh, I'm just so overwhelmed right now uh, with everything, and uh, everybody is, is coming out waving at me, and I'm trying to, you know, speak to every everyone. I know they're just like, oh my goodness, what is he doing? Uh, but um, God is just, uh, <laughs> God has just showed up and 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 showed out, and so you know, I'm just, I'm I'm excited, I'm I'm, I'm overwhelmed, you know, it's just um, amazing that that God will come and say, you know what, okay, I'm going to speak directly to you, so there's no question mm. about it. And so, you know, I just mm. think that is just, um, I don't know, I'm, I, I feel like a, I feel like a little boy that's, that's been taken to the candy shop and said, hey, get what you like. You know, it's just that mm. type of excitement, and it's not like I'm excited so much about the chart. I'm just excited because God God spoke to me. You know, and yeah. even though he says I'm not gonna answer what you asked me about, that was that was answered enough for me because he heard me. I was gonna say because he heard you. He said he heard you. Right. And so you know that's that's the blessing behind uh all of it. Uh, that you know he heard me, and you know God is just you know he's God. He can do like you do, say what he want to say, what he want to say it. And the bottom yeah. line is that it's up to you to accept and to go forth, especially if you want to be, you know, you want to have this life. A lot of us we miss it. You know, we don't want to do the things of God, but we want the things that God has for us and the blessings uh, that this manifestation of blessings that he wants to bestow upon us. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it comes, Amen. everything comes with a, a, a price. It, it's, it's a cost, you know. And, and, and like I said, you know, Jesus, he don't want to cross anything to go back up there again. He already paid the price, paid the cost. So we just mm-hmm. need, to get in, mm-hmm. we need to get in line, you know. And we need to get, Amen. you know, pride 
and and sin out of our lives. Preacher said it today, talking about what's in the middle of pride. I I was lost for a minute, but it's I. He said, what's in the middle of sin? Mm-hmm. It's I. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's I. Those eyes out. Yeah. 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 Amen. We have uh, we have another caller on the line. Your area code is six seven eight. Do you have something you'd like to share? Hello, caller, area code 678. Hello? You must scare them. Okay, guess not. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, I guess, amen. This has been good. This has been good. I thank God. You know, he just, he pulls things to me like out of the air and just say, here, (laughs) let me give you a present. You know, because I I don't know about the listeners or anybody else. I know how blessed I am as we go forth each week. Seriously. He always has something just to speak right to our hearts and our spirits, you know. And it just blesses me. It just really blesses me to to be a part of what he's speaking for us because, wow, God is he's such an awesome God. He is such an awesome God. And I just love him. I just love him. You know, I remember having a conversation one day uh, with a friend of mine, and um, and he was struggling. He, he was struggling in um, the whole, um, if I can say this, Jesus persona. He just was like, you know, um, he had studied something where the name Jesus said came was, you know, really Zeus, and it was Greek mythology, and all of these different things, and and the, at the roots of his issue was that he said something, and it, it spoke volumes. It told me exactly what the problem was, and he said, "Well, I keep praying to Jesus, and nothing happened." So, and I found out that that's not what I'm supposed to be praying to, and and this is not how it's supposed to be, and yada yada yada. And as he was sharing that, I looked at him. I said, "Well, you know what? I have prayed." to him and in his name. And I've seen blinded eyes open. I've seen healings transform, take place. I've seen deliverance. So I don't have an issue with the name of Jesus, <laughs> okay? But I understood at that moment where his doubt came from. So now, you know, we have to change, you know, it, he, his whole theology changed and, you know, we don't use, he doesn't, no, let me say we, he doesn't use the name Jesus, it's Yahweh and um, Yeshua and all of that. Hey, I, I, I have no issue with the Hebraic names I do, because I, I use them right. too. But I also don't have an, an issue with the name of Jesus, okay, none whatsoever. Right. And I will not allow somebody else's doubt factor to cloud my understanding of who I'm speaking to. I don't believe that we serve a God that is so fickle, okay, that if we say right, the now. wrong name, okay, he is not going to hear us. If he judges the heart, then he knows, you know, who we're talking to, who we're reaching out to, and we can only share to the degree of what we've been taught and learned. So I cannot believe, and that's what I was trying to share with Tanya earlier in the show, Mm -hmm. because somebody corrected her and said, well, don't say he. You have to say God, because God is not a he or a she. Hold up, hold up, hold up. And so she kept apologizing for saying he. Wait, wait, wait. Don't let anybody, don't let anybody take away from your relationship with God. Right. Or, or change your perception of who God is to you. Don't ever let anybody do that to you. Because if there's something wrong in your perception, the spirit of the living God is well able to correct. Well able. And he will. How many times have we got things wrong listening to somebody else and the Lord stepped in the middle of it and said, hold up, hold up, no, 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 no. That's not me. This is me. Right, and 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 that's what bothers me just about, uh, you know, sometimes ministry and and people in general. Everybody try to try to uh, uh, project their uh, opinions and feelings, you know, 
about what this is or or, or who God is, but that's your your personal relationship that you have with God. Yeah. And we have to be we yeah. have to be we have to be so careful that we don't mess mm-hmm. up people because our relationship is different. You know what? Right. Your relationship right. with your husband might not be the same relationship I have with my wife, but it's a relationship. Say that. Yes. You, yes. you know, uh, people people miss that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. We might not have the same relationship because the simple fact is that we're different people. You, yes. you, you, you know what I'm saying? We're just we're different, and God does uh, with us all differently. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Unbelievable. So Unbelievable. Right. I mean, so. Exactly. I mean, really, so who. Who is God to you? You, you? you know what I'm saying? Some people say, well, you know what? They want you to have this this, this, this unbelievable type prayer. I tell these young folks, just talk to Jesus like you talk to any one of your friends. They were like, but that's God. I said, okay. Well, you're going to go to them fake? You know, okay. people, just be who you are. You know what I'm saying? Talk to them like you would talk to any one of your friends. Because the simple fact is that Exactly. He'll meet you where you are, as long as you're sincere. Yep. Yep. And where you're at. And that's and that's the problem mm-hmm. with 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 the body of believers. We don't want to. We we try to clean the fish before we even catch it. That's it's impossible. The only mm, people I know, definitely. or the only person I know that works in the impossible is God. Amen. And still does. Still does. Right. Right. So I mean, so my my, my point is this: stay out of God's work because you Hallelujah. you don't work in the impossible on a continual basis. Only God does that. Okay. Okay. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm-mm. just just stay in your lane. Let God be God, and let God be who He is to you. And stop trying to uh, to to put your 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 opinions or your matters. On other people that God is dealing with you in. Okay. Because guess what? Exactly. Because of the levels that we're at, God can't deal with me the way that He deals with you. See, because Amen. a lot of people talking about, you know, I, I remember people used to say, "Oh, you'll hear a voice in the night when God's speaking to you." Well, no, not me. God ain't gonna speak to me like that because I'd be ready to hurt something. Something like that comes. <laughs> I hear a voice. <laughs> that don't work for me. <laughs> God might can do that to you. you. But he can't do I'll that to me. You. Don't don't come with a right. voice in the dark. Not with me. Not from where I come from. Yep. So, and so, he, so knows, he knows. That's why he deals with each of us on an individual basis, because he knows. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So be who you, we are be down who you to are. our last minute. Yes, be who you are. We are down to the last minute of the show. This went by so, so fast. But we had a guest on, and she said she didn't hear me when I told her to say something. But Pastor Dorothy, are you there? I am here, and I'm so sorry. I'm enjoying it. Amen. It's all good and all God. Hi, everybody. Amen. Can you hear me? Amen. Well, we're so glad that you joined us. Yes, we hear you. We're so glad that you joined us for the show today. How are you? Is all well? All is well. And honestly, I catch the replay often, and I love each and every one of you. And you, you guys keep me laughing and rolling and all of the Holy Ghost. It's just wonderful. It's truly real talk, I tell you. Real talk. Amen. 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 Well, quickly, give us your synopsis of who God is to you. As I had said in my chat, which everybody else did here, of course, <laughs> that you took the answer right from me because I was meditating on it, saying, wow, he's right. It is the attribute. We do think that's who he is, but that's what he does. And that's, I was like, okay, that's who we are. So in a nutshell, who he is to me honestly is the reverse. I heard him say, not only who am, who am I to him, and the Dorothy, by the way you live, shows who I am to you. So I see, Lord, you're my champion. You're all these attributes to me. But what's more important is who I who am I to you, you know? 
And that's what I want to say that that's who he is to me, <laughs> if I'm making any sense. I'm trying to say it quickly because I know the broadcast is ending, but I mean, in a nutshell, it's my life to him. He's all this to me. He's my champion. He's, like he said about being faithful, when I'm down, he, he reverses it and says, who am I to you? If I'm your champion, then you would be doing this. If I'm that, then you'll be doing this. If I'm that, you know what I'm saying? So mm. he's that. Yes. He is, I am. And in I am, he reminds me who I am. Amen. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Good word. Good word. Well, that's it. That's all the time we have for today. It Thank has you. been a pleasure and an honor to share with everybody on this day. Have an incredible week, and we'll get with you next Sunday. Same God time. God bless. You be blessed. DL, you're not too drunk to drive home, are you, in the spirit? Oh uh, no, I, no, I'm 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 good. And besides, I got I got a I got a passenger where I got my friend with me, so she can drive if need be. Okay, but good, good, good. I am. I'm high in the good. spirit. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> amen, amen. You Alrighty. guys be blessed. Have an awesome week. Let's keep it real.